Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Starfleet Escape Podcast. Prepare for launch in 3, 2, 1. Enjoy the ride. Welcome to the Starfleet Escape Podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, where we escape into the Star Trek universe. This is the supplemental episode, Nothing Human. This episode is being recorded on May 29th, 2014. I'm Aaron. And I'm Eric. This episode is brought to you by Raven Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit ravencruise.com. How's it going, Eric? It's going. How's it going for you? <laughs> it's going as well. Did you have a good Memorial Day weekend? Uh, it was okay. Can't complain. I did some more work on the Lacars app program. I, I noticed, and it is still in beta, and mm-hmm. I still need to test it out. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you got a bigger test audience than just me. <laughs> I have a couple other people. Okay. <laughs> a select few of people that are testing it. I've added, I don't know if you've seen this part, but I added warp drive. Wow. Like a warp, kind of like, almost like a screensaver. Oh, cool. And I added a red alert button. Oh, nice. So after all the testing is done, this will be available on the SF Escape Pod website? Uh, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Oh. Something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a Windows computer, you can download it. Nice. Whenever that happens. <laughs> <laughs> How was your Memorial Day? Uh, it was great. I went to a friend's wedding on Sunday. I had a blast. Nice. Excellent. And then uh, Monday, hung out with some friends. And before that, I paid tribute to my grandparents. My grandpa was born on the 4th of July and he died on a Memorial Day. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he's very patriotic and he served in World War II, so, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, I did all that. And it's weird, like, the work week is shorter, but all the days seem out of place. Right. Like, Tuesday yeah. felt like a Monday and it was just odd. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get back into the groove. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll have this weekend coming up to kind of reset. Not really. I'm going up to Michigan to oh, see Oh, well, <laughs> so much for that. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my brother is graduating high school, and oh, wow, his well. ceremony is on Sunday. Oh, congratulations to him. Yes. yes. It'll be fun. Yeah. And, and I'm recording a podcast on Saturday when I'm up there. Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing an interview for Ranger Command. So Awesome. And if you yeah. haven't checked out Ranger Command Power Hour, you guys should check that out. Great show. Yes. Only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, where there's a whole bunch of other great nerdy shows. Yeah, check them out. FourEyedRadio.com <laughs> All right, so what are, what are we doing today? So today we are doing a supplemental episode so for those of you who don't know, our supplemental episodes are basically commentary tracks to be played along with an episode of Star Trek. This episode, we're going to be focusing on Star Trek Voyager's Nothing Human. 
This is from the fifth season of Voyager. So uh, basically, you can watch this on uh, Netflix, or if you have a, the Voyager DVDs, you can watch it that way too. Uh, Any time that there's you know no commercials, I know Star Trek's on Hulu, but I think they add commercials to that. They do. So you'll def yeah. So you'll definitely want to watch this on Netflix or DVD, and. When we say just hit play and follow along with our commentary, it's pretty cool. All right, so I'll go one, two, three, play, and press play. On play. Press play. On on play. play. On play. Okay, ready? One, two, three, play. I love the doctor. No, the doctor, <laughs> he definitely grew on you. Yeah. Uh, especially being active so long. Uh, he had such a cold personality at the beginning, but now he's just hysterical. Yeah, he's pretty funny, and I like how his personality has grown. <laughs> <laughs> Great picture really, of Paris. I really like the concept of the hollow imager. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if these images can be um, transferred into, like, a 3D realm. Mm. (laughs) I'm not not a big fan of the holodeck set, though. You're not? No. I do like the floor. (laughs) I think it... I think for a ship like Voyager, which is more like, smaller and exploration. It looks more utilitarian, That's and I kind of like that feel of the holodeck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is pretty funny uh, dynamic between the crew. Yeah. Definitely shows that family side of Voyager. <laughs> and the captain's reaction was perfect there. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, coffee. A staple on Voyager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet the doctor didn't want Bolana to uh deactivate him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which she just mentioned. Yeah, cuz it's definitely the coffee. <laughs> I feel like there were a lot of these kind of scenes in Voyager where there's a lot of shaking going on, more than in other series. 
I, th- I think you're grasping at straws. <laughs> no, I, I think it's I think it's true because I don't remember like that violent of sh- of shaking or that amount of shaking happening in other episodes. Or other well, episodes. I think as as the production got better over the years, mm-hmm. their shaking abilities really improved. <laughs> well, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but just because of the elements that Voyager is put up against. Right. Yeah. Um, like you don't. Plus, it's a smaller ship, so right. it's definitely more susceptible to some of this stuff. This was Jerry Taylor's last uh, Ren episode mm-hmm. uh, following her four-year stint as an executive producer. And the first episode of Star Trek she wrote was Suddenly, Suddenly Human. Anyways, Voyager theme song. Yay. <laughs> A download. Hmm. Good luck. Shouldn't that be upload? An upload to our database? Yeah, it should be. (laughs) I don't know if I would go to investigate uh, something like that. Well, they're explorers. That's that's true. (laughs) Yeah, let's just do that. That was cool. Yeah. It's kind of hard to believe that this is a space-faring race. Yeah. How do they construct the ship? <laughs> I do like how she says that they do, like, biochemical to control the ship. Whoa. And it could be that the ship is organic. 
Possibly. Like we've seen in, like, the Tin Man. Yes. Are they married at this point? No, they are not. No? Okay. But this is after they started uh, a relationship. Okay. Because that was in Day of Honor in the fourth season when they started going out. See, I'm not quite sure why she would suggest this. I find it interesting that they say it's going to take all this time to create this program. Right. Yet, there was an episode of The Next Generation where Jordy just did some simple voice commands and was able to create a representation of uh, uh, right. Leah Brahms. Right. But Harry Kim just said that the d database that they're trying to incorporate is fairly large. I suppose, but I'm sure the like theoretical warp th database is large as well. Which is kind of an ironic point coming up. Right. Transfer was pretty quick. It would have been cool if they said that it was like they utilized his voice from the only recording that they had, and that's why it sounded like that. Oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> He's sort of egotistical. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I like the Cardassian um, wardrobe. 
Because it mm-hmm. includes, like, their collar includes room for their neck ridges. Right. Yeah, this is a really cool uniform. Yeah. Uh, the next-gen Cardassian uniforms were terrible. I'm, I'm glad there was an evolution. Yeah, me too. <laughs> of course. It's interesting how they were able to replicate a personality like this. I wonder yeah. if his actual personality would be identical to this or not, or if the computer is just taking liberties. It could be that, but they could be referencing um, videos mm-hmm. and other mm-hmm. recordings of his to extrapolate right. the personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Imagine having to edit that. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there is seven. There is seven. There is seven. Interesting. Nice bit of continuity there. Mm. Interesting. I don't know if I have ever heard engineering call red alert before. Yeah, that's kind of a rare thing. (laughs) Whoa. That was probably bad. Well, it wasn't good. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me think it was an inorganic ship. Well... Hmm. 
<laughs> I was just going to say, uh, it's good to see the doctor talk to someone on his, you know, level. Right. It's interesting that they wouldn't have created uh, another doctor. They they have tried before. They tried doing that when oh. his system was damaged and it just didn't mm-hmm. work. I see. The doctor's program is a little bit too complex. Mm. I can't wait till Voyager goes to HD. Oh, that'd be pretty sweet. Because the colors in this aren't vibrant enough for me. It's interesting that she would feel like that. Yeah. Well, she is Maquis. Indeed. Dun, dun, dun. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) This is a very clean-looking Cardassian environment. I'm used to seeing more, like, grit, if that makes sense. I think you're used to that because Deep Space Nine was, you know, a mining Mm. station. And this, this is a Cardassian laboratory. So, of course, it would be clean. Mm. I think you're just used to the Deep Space Nine dirty look. Right. Could be a bad idea. But was it sent originally on a subspace band? 
It was on that, like, wave. Yeah, it was on that wave, but that might have been their wave, their, their way of doing a subspace communication. Maybe. Almost similar to, like, the I, the Salton wave, I think it's called, from yeah. Star Trek. See, they, oh. they just did a wave. It's a Whoa. subspace burst, yeah. Interesting. I was not expecting that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. They, and they used it with the deflector dish. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. The doctor <laughs> liked to sing, didn't he? Yes, he does. Let's cut the sucker open. Whoa. <laughs> it's pretty gruesome looking. Yeah, this is definitely something we don't see on regular Star Trek. No. <laughs> it's interesting seeing the contrast between uh, ideology. Yes. Probably should touch the communicator before he starts talking. <laughs> Yeah, Tabor isn't going to be too happy. Mm. I want... Now, if they... Instead of using a Cardassian representation, had mm -hmm. the same person, but presented him as a human. Would they, Bolana, have this feeling? Um, probably not. But still, the history of the, of the character of of the person and all of his research is still based on you know, Cardassian ideals and, mm -hmm. you know, what we find out later in the episode. 
Well, that's a pretty, pretty close um, relationship. <laughs> yeah, I would say. He's just a hologram. <laughs> Still, the feelings are pretty raw for Tabor, especially since this is only a few years after the occupation. Mm-hmm. And plus, he's Maquis, so he still hates the Cardassians. Right. This is uh, Chakotay's rarely seen office. Ah. You can note with the spirit wheel on the wall. I see. That's interesting, because every uh, first officer would have an office. Right. Hmm. Yeah, this brings up a pretty big ethical dilemma. And oh, yeah, this, Tom is a nurse, right? Yeah, Tom is a, a has been training under the doctor as a nurse ever since Kess left. Inaprovaline is one of those drugs you hear a lot on on Star Trek. Mm. It's interesting. There must be other doctors that are as qualified as this Cardassian is that he could replicate. Maybe, but they might not be as good as him. That's and true. they, I think they need the best at this point.
something for the doctor to think about. Exactly. I think the doctor was just excited to have someone on his level to right. talk to. And the program might think he's innocent because he may not have those memories because it's not in the program. Right. Uh, well, he just said it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't they be regardless? What do you mean? Uh, be reaping the benefits of his experiments no matter what? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, and especially with you know, the saying, do no harm. Mm -hmm. But obviously the Cardassians probably don't have that right. code. This parallels to our own history mm -hmm. um, with, uh, you know, in World War II, uh, the Nazi, um, one of the Nazi uh, war criminals, uh, Joseph mm -hmm. uh, Mengele. Mm -hmm. So he performed bizarre and barbaric experiments on in concentration camps. So this this parallels very closely, and it's another example of uh, Star Trek paralleling what happens in the real world. Right. I'm really surprised this wasn't a DS9 episode. I think they actually tried to develop this as a Deep Space Nine episode, but mm -hmm. it didn't work. Mm. They couldn't get it to work. So they found a way to make it work in Voyager. And successfully so far. Yeah.
Tom is really letting his emotions take take yeah. him. One thing I'm wondering right. is if in the episode Two Vix they were able to use the transporter to separate uh, two different beings that were combined as one. Right. Why couldn't they use a transporter to transport two separate beings that are connected because... together? Because the shock, the sudden shock of that might harm or kill both patients. Because right now it's a symbiotic relationship, mm-hmm. and ripping them apart even instantaneously in a transporter might kill both of them. Mm. Can't they turn it off? (laughs) (laughs) Who turned it on? (laughs) That was a long hello. Indeed. Uh, like you think it was Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Almost looks like a sonic screwdriver from Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's not really relevant, but uh, Robert Picardo played yes. a doctor in a Golden Girls episode. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, the ship looks really organic. Yeah, it does. Maybe it ha- <coughs> excuse me, maybe it has both components. Yeah. 
why didn't they try that at the beginning? Because they're they probably just figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Oh man, that should have been the first thing they did. <laughs> Anywho, it wouldn't have been as good of an episode. No. Well, they had to get it to loosen the grip on Belana first. Like I said, they couldn't just transport it out without disconnecting it from her. Oh, no, yeah, I, I realize that, but if they start to treat the uh, the alien for its uh, injury... I think, I, think they needed, I think they needed time to even assess the biology of the creature. That's that was the true. whole point. And it shows the captain's trust in uh, uh, the doctor as a person. Mm. Indeed. <laughs> I'm sure she turned it off. And this isn't the first time she's had to make this kind of decision. Like uh, right. previously said, the uh, episode two Vix. Right. Yeah, I think Captain's J Captain Janeway has had to bear a lot of things other captains haven't had to, just because of their situation. Indeed. It's interesting that the Doctor would come and confront the hologram instead of just yeah. terminating it. Right. And I think for the Doctor, it's more about closure mm. and, you know, doing it face-to-face. -face. And it is a brethren, a fellow hologram. 
Right. And as we see in later episodes, the doctor uh, proposes uh, holographic rights. Mm-hmm. Why does the doctor need a pad? He's a computer. I think it's an official document, so to speak. Yeah. Interesting that he brings that up. It's very true. There's really no black and white with this. It's all a very dark gray area. <laughs> right. And... I like the fact that this episode um, challenges that. Mm-hmm. Right. It was a good episode. Uh, highly enjoyed it. Yes. Even though it was a Voyager episode. <laughs> uh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm glad you lowered your bar a little bit to watch this. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, this was a good episode. Uh, the last few episodes of Voyager that I've watched have been very good. You know what? The whole series is good. Oh, snap. Well, <laughs> let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was a good episode. I highly enjoyed it. Yeah, and I hope our listeners out there will enjoy it as they're listening to our commentary track. Indeed. Uh, so, until next time, I'm Aaron. And I'm Eric. And we'll see you later. Trek you later. It's trekking time. By Riker's beard. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
You have been listening to the Starfleet Escape Podcast on the Four Eyed Radio Network, where you can catch a new episode every other Monday. You can find us on the web at sfescapepod.com. Follow us on Twitter at sfescapepod. Like us on facebook.com slash sfescapepod. And add us to your circle on Google Plus by going to google.sfescapepod.com. This has been another great presentation of the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch more shows at foureyedradio.com.